Welcome back to the Wilmington Chamber podcast. I'm Natalie English, President and CEO of the Wilmington Chamber. I'm Megan Mullins. I'm the Vice President of Marketing and Communications for the Chamber. I'm Isabella Luhang. I am a real estate agent and I am co-chair and co-founder of the Latin American Business Council with uh, the Wilmington Chamber of Commerce. Gustavo Rodea, owner of Mattress and Furniture Decorators, Rodis Enterprise, and also co-founder of the Latin American Business Council with the Chamber. Welcome. Yeah, thanks Thank guys. You. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. We are excited. It's to yeah. be here. We're we're approaching an anniversary, are we not? Yes, yes we are. We Two, are. Years. Two yeah. years. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And during the pandemic, it looks like I don't know. Do you feel it's longer or short? We're on chamber time now, so it's hard to say. But I feel like it's was like one year. Right? It feels, in it's some strange. ways, it feels a lot shorter than two years, right? Because we've actually crammed two years into the last four months, right. it feels like. But right. in other ways, it feels like two years ago was forever yeah. ago, yeah. right? So. But we're opening back up again. Yes. Yeah. So, Isabella and Gustavo, um, how did the Latin American Business Council come to be? Well, um, <laughs> long story short, I was uh, I was on my living room watching TV, and I saw intentional collisions. The first intentional collisions that I think uh, air on uh, uh, TV. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, it's intentional collisions, but we're not there, and and there's a lot of business, mm -hmm. and so. It, it triggered to uh, contact you and uh, what was the name of the um, Sue Sue mm -hmm. contact mm -hmm. Sue, Sue contact mm -hmm. Isabella and then we start mm -hmm. the conversation with everything but I think there was uh, the intentional collision seeing that happening mm -hmm. and uh, to see that later yeah. on happening with everyone there it was it was great to see it yeah. so intentional collisions for the folks who are listening or watching is a quarterly event that we host at the chamber that uh, engages people of all backgrounds and all uh, origins to come together and intentionally collide with each other and learn about each other and get to know each other better. And um, I, I can't tell you how much, um, how many goosebumps I had on my arm at the last one. Just the, 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 you know, we've done a good job of having a lot of different um, skin color at intentional collisions before, but Every color you could find on the spectrum was in the at the end of days still distillery that yeah. hosted our last one. It was so exciting. I think that idea of intentional collisions is brilliant, and it was like resumes the idea that I had when we were invited to be part of the chamber. So yeah, it's a very interesting uh, project in this city. So mm -hmm. I have a meetup group that it's called uh, Wilmington Spanish Meetup, mm -hmm. and my idea was to do something like that, but what you do is way more, uh, it's, it's wider. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. And we have fun. And it's fun. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But you get to meet a lot of people that um, you don't, you might not normally meet, that you don't normally see at any other after hours event in our community. And that's kind of the goal, it's the point, is that we want people um, who might not otherwise do business together to get to know each other. So. And I think uh, what we have done and what we see on the first uh, event, live event, in-person event for a, mm -hmm. uh, Latin American Business Council was that we had that. We, we also brought, okay. brought in, the obviously, the Spanish, and but you can see the people that mm -hmm. otherwise they won't meet nowhere mm -hmm. else. Uh, you know, when you have a president of a bank coming in and, and, and see a person that is starting their cleaning business, that's powerful because otherwise they will never see that. And to see that happen, I think that's what... Um, in, we intended to have happen mm -hmm. uh, 
bringing those people together and, and let everyone know the, the uh, business community, the Latino business community is, is so big. Yeah. But yes, we are all culture is different. The way we uh, do business is different. And we might can we not everybody can make it to those events, right? But they're watching. I mean, we can see within our uh, Facebook page that they're watching. They're uh, mm -hmm. they're they're looking at the at the videos of whatever we're doing. So at night when they get home, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure they uh, they're they're watching that. So I think it's it's great that we have these uh, events and recording them to, for them to see. Right, and it's yeah. the idea of the Latin American Business Council at the end to make the community feel uh, represented to see themselves in these events and maybe they are not going to you know to attend immediately but the information starts to be there and they know this is happening and they know if they want to do it they can go and there's going to be people like us you know in this type of spaces that we are not used to see uh, people like us, basically. Sure. So, well, you know, it takes time, it takes time. to build trust and uh, comfortability. Yeah, so we, you all saw intentional collisions. You knew that we had an African-American business council. It had been in existence for almost two years when we started talking, right? And and then, it because we were online due to the pandemic, it took some time to build an audience and to build the trust. Mm -hmm. And uh, that first in-person Latin American Business Council earlier this year at the Chamber Building. was It was so much fun to see that many uh, Latin American I mean, Hispanic business people in the room. Yeah, I mean, we had... We had close to 80 people register and 50 people showed up for, for just an after-hours meeting about the Latinx community and culture and, and the economic impact that you have in southeastern North Carolina. It's hugely powerful. Um, and like you said, we have people that are not from that background that showed up and got to learn a lot and make connections. So um, that's sometimes, the goal. Sometimes things happen for a reason because I thought in the beginning, well, you know, the Latin American Business Council started during the pandemic and when we started, it was in the middle of this emergency. I remember when I called you or I don't remember if it was an email that I sent like, and I remember telling you, should we do this now to share information with the community about what's, what was going what's going on and what resources they can have. And I remember she had, you had to tell me twice, yes, let's <laughs> do it. Because the first time she told me yes, but I was so, you know, like, what? <laughs> she has to like, to, you know, say that again. Like, yeah. yes, Isabella, let's do it. Yeah. And uh, I think the fact that it was virtual for, all, you know, two years, it was bad, but it was good for us. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because it was very challenging for me personally to put my name mm -hmm. out there, to start calling people of the community to attend, to pay attention to the chamber. It was a whole training during these two whole two years. Right. So now that we have the in-person meetings, it's way easier for me. <laughs> yeah. Because if this would be the situation two years ago, it I would need like a very intense training, like yeah. private training to speak in public, to, to do so many things. Even with my English. Right. Yeah. Well, so. I was so pleased to have an avenue to ensure that Spanish-speaking business owners had access to the same information and resources that any other business had in our community because a lot of businesses needed a lot of help when the pandemic started, when the shutdown started. It was scary, and it was impacting your return on investment. And so I was thrilled that you all could help us 
translated. You spoke Spanish when we spoke English. And I think it was it was great to have that that way to share those resources. Yeah, and I think there is there was the seed and there's the fruit almost right away because uh, passing along information that otherwise, like uh, remember the grant. Mm-hmm. The hospitality, um, the, retail which it was, grant. I, I would say that mm-hmm. it would never be to our community if it was for the Latin American Business Council and the information. And it's not just Isabel and I. I mean, I think we right. have a, a um, Chris Montero, um, Edelmir Segovia, Edel, Norma, Vicky, which they're leaders in the community and they mm-hmm. help us pass along that information. And then mm-hmm. I think four or six businesses got the grant, which otherwise it would never happen because that information, yes, may, they might translate in Spanish, but then you need channels to distribute that. To get the that. word out, that's yeah. right. So that's, that's, and I think that was a good success for for us as a, as a group, as a Latin American Business Council with the, with the group that we recruit to be able to get that word out. That yeah. was, that was I think that was one of the successes that it, it, it kind of motivates me to to keep doing this volunteer work. Sometimes it's helping uh, yeah. Others that yeah. otherwise they won't uh, benefit. So. It it is um, so so you you said the word volunteer and yes thank yeah. you thank you thank you thank you because you both do spend a lot of time but you both also have a profession so Gustavo talk a little bit about the length of your business and um, and and how you got here all those kinds of things so that our audience can learn more about you. How long do I have? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, original from Mexico, I was here when I was seventeen. And I started my business when I was 22. So it's been 19 years since I've been on, on the road. Of, wow. uh, one industry. Um, I went through the 2008 uh, recession, which I lost everything and came back up again. So I, I started twice mm-hmm. uh, on, on this business. And Mattress and Furniture Liquidators started because of that, uh, what I hap- that when that happened. So I started buying clothes for um different manufacturers and then I was well known as the Mexican with cash <laughs> because I will go and buy truckloads. Tony, the, 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 Tony the, the Mexican, right? Because I will go and buy what other manufacturers won't, won't, won't buy and, and that's, that was a, a good concept that I, that I brought into to Wilmington. I started in Hampstead uh, and then I brought it to Wilmington. So I've been blessed to, to say that uh, I recruit good team uh, Team, team, team employees, mm-hmm. and be able to help me to grow my business gradually. And a business coach, uh, which uh, having a business coach uh, switched my mindset of a hard working. Our culture is work hard and you succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coach mentality they put me as work smart mm-hmm. and help others to to uh, work harder mm-hmm. and smarter and you will succeed even faster. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. that was the mindset and obviously reading books, attending to seminars, I walk on fire <laughs> with uh, Tony Robbins seminars. Uh, um, and and that was one of the big things that always improve myself and give us give myself a other position within my business. So between being a salesperson, being the, a uh, manager, being the CEO, and now, in a, in a way, which I still wear in several hats, but I think the different mentality of where I wanted to be when I'm 55 uh, has helped me to decide where, where. And through that journey, through uh, being able to go to John Maxwell uh, seminars, is always the leadership. Mm-hmm. And I think what we need as a community is we need more leaders. We, mm-hmm. uh, we definitely need more representation everywhere. Mm-hmm. And seeing that that wasn't happening and Again, I was blessed, and thank you for my customers to supporting the, the, the business, to being able to do this and, and volunteer uh, 
do this type of volunteer work because I can and, and it, the business allow me to do that. And I want to give back. I want to give back to the community. And I think it's important to mention that buying from a local business, it helps us local business to be involved. Right. And I want to be, I don't want to be the one talking. I want to be the one doing. Yeah. Well, we appreciate that. And Gustavo is a graduate. The last episode, we talked about Leadership Wilmington and mm -hmm. Gustavo has been through the program. He also is a, a 40 under 40 recipient in our community, which I think was another success of the Latin American Business Council, the number of, of, of Latinx people who became 40 under 40 winners over the last couple of years, which is because you all were spreading the word. So Isabella, it's your turn. Tell us a little bit about you. Well, I'm from Venezuela. I arrived uh, into the United States uh, five years ago, directly from Caracas, the capital. I was a real estate agent already there since the last, um, let's say, when I arrived here, here, I was already, it was my eighth year. Mm -hmm. So I, I was, I was uh, working as a real estate agent for eight years back in my country. Um, and when I came here, it was very cow, chaotic, chaotic, cathartic, uh, ca cathartic. No, ca like a chaos. It oh. was not planned. Chaotic. Oh, oh. Chaotic. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Yes. We like to learn from each other. Yes. We, learn, we learn Spanish. Yeah, yeah. So it was not planned, and mm. it was very hard, especially the first year was very complicated. Mm -hmm. um, but I was able to, you know, overcome a lot of things that connect me with the immigration community. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's why I enjoy enjoy so much all the <clears throat> job that I'm doing right now, all, all the volunteer job that I'm doing, because I feel that through that job, I have been healing a mm -hmm. lot of, you know, all the things that brought me here that make me be like in a super vulnerable situation. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, when I came here, I was confronted with the decision of what am I going to do, right? right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it was not very difficult to think, you know, what, let me do what I was doing back in my country, you know. Yeah. So I just started uh, as a real estate agent here, trying to be really well known in the community because because of the language barrier, my niche was always the Latin community. Mm -hmm. So, um, and again, when I started to learn and to be more involved with the diversity that the Latin community uh, has, it was mind blowing for me because first to identify myself as a Latina was mm -hmm. a process mm -hmm. because when I came here, I was a Venezuelan. Mm -hmm. I never, I never thought about myself as a Latina or as Hispanic. For me, it was a very fast process mm -hmm. because when you have a long time here, it's, e it's easier because mm -hmm. it's like a general idea that the majority of the community has about you and that's an easy way to work mm -hmm. with a, a community mm -hmm. a Latin, the Latin community is a minority uh, so it took a long time for me to you know appropriate that identity and I'm just doing that you know as a <laughs> working in my you know doing my business and doing all the volunteer job I do I work as a residential and commercial real estate agent cool. I just uh, I have my business registered my company that it's Casa de Oro Property Group with Coldwell Banker Secrets Advantage and I'm developing still developing my idea but I'm working on that awesome. so very, very good happy. Yes. so back, back to the idea that we are celebrating our second 
anniversary yes. for the Latin American Business Council. Yeah, Great job, you fun. guys. So what what are we doing to celebrate? Fiesta. Uh, fiesta. <laughs> the answer to everything, right? So I, I think uh, on the first in-person meeting, we show the uh, power of the, the economic impact that yeah. we have. Mm -hmm. But we like to party. <laughs> so we, uh, we'll have, we will have a... Uh, a fiesta and uh, Wilmington Latin Dance will be joining us. Mm -hmm. So uh, stay tuned. For, well, actually, it's May 11. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, we're, mm -hmm. we're getting together on May 11th, 5.30 <laughs> to 7.30. We're going to the brunches on Randall. Brunches at Randall on Randall. That's where we're going. You can check the Wilmington Chamber's website, wilmingtonchamber.org, in our events section for, for more specific details. Uh, but we're partnering with Wilmington Latin Dance. It's going to be really fun. Fiesta. 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 We're <laughs> excited. Yes, yeah. it's going to be very fun. Cool. Gustavo, Isabella, thank you so much for your leadership thank in our you. community. Thank you. thank you for the growth of your business because that invests in our economy. And thank you so much for joining me and Megan today. Uh, this is the end of our podcast, the Wilmington Chamber podcast. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be back to see you again soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.